Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Boy, we get to say that one more time today, right? Today is the last second Sunday of Christmas. At midnight tonight, we shift gears into a new church season uh, known as Epiphany, and we get to put away all our decorations for, for one more year. But it's good to, good to be here today. Last Sunday, I was with my family. We met my brother and his family in New Orleans. And we had a good couple of days down there. The city where every night is a party on Bourbon Street. It was very interesting. And as we left right before New Year's Eve, the biggest night party night of the year, and as we were there, each you could sense each day it was getting a little bit more crazy and more crazy. And we're glad uh, to be there, glad to have that experience, and also glad to come home before it got really too crazy. <laughs> Any case, today is the first Sunday of this new year. First Sunday in this new decade. And uh, 2020, when, when I hear that, I think of going to the eye doctor, right? What's your vision? And, and actually, it's a good question for us to ask at the start of a new year, at the start of a new decade. What is your vision? Christians, what is your vision? As individual followers of Jesus, where do you see God leading you over this coming year? As a collection of believers, as a church, where does God guiding us, inviting us to go in this coming year and in all the years to follow? Good questions for us to ask today, because they invite us into the rest of the story of what is to come. When John was writing his gospel, he's the only gospel writer to write a story before the story, before baby Jesus is born in Bethlehem, before an adult young man starts to preach and teach about the kingdom of God in Nazareth and throughout Galilee, before the miracles, before the healing, before all the events in Jerusalem, before the cross, before the empty tomb, before all of that story, we know is the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. John tells us there was a story that goes back to the very beginning of time. In the beginning, there was God. And right alongside God was the Word, was the Christ. And all things come into being. Everything that is created, light, life, everything that is created comes as a work of the Father and the Son, of God and Jesus together. Wow, that is an amazingly bold statement that God, that Jesus is involved in the creation of life, bringing into darkness light, chaos, order. And God is embodied in Jesus. And then to say that 
that life comes from the highest heavens right down on earth. That's the message of the gospel. That God, all that power and presence of God is found in the life of Jesus. A life that opens and creates wonderful things. A life that allows for people to be healed and brought back together, allows for the dead to be raised and for the lame to walk and the deaf to hear and to the mute to speak. All of that coming out of this life of God in the world. Pretty amazing. And John, as he's telling this story, the story before the story, before we get to see Jesus, before we get to see God in action, to hear that God comes down, tells us that there are two responses. On the one hand, the world just didn't get it, doesn't understand, didn't know, didn't recognize God's presence. It was right there in front of them. Now, you wonder why, but you know, I think the world is always busy with itself, concerned about its own issues, its own concerns. doesn't pay attention to where God is and what God is doing. And as a result, there's lots of turmoil and conflict in the world. Instead of paying attention to God's call to bring people together, the world is concerned about fighting wars. Instead of concerning itself with feeding the hungry and caring for the sick, the world discards those folks and takes care of itself tries to amass power, is concerned about losing that power, and so gets into this whole cycle of fear and violence, and da 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 and, the, and, and all the while paying no attention to what's going on in the heart and the life of God. That's the one response. The world didn't know God. The world didn't pay attention to Jesus. And not a lot has happened to change that in 2,000 years. But on the other hand, there is those who listen, who not only try to understand, to try to know, try to recognize, accept, receive God and God's purposes for life, but they believe in them. They trust in them. These are the believers. And that response is one that not only recognizes that God is still in the world, that God still is working behind the scenes and out in the open to bring peace and justice and people together in this world. Not only does it recognize that the will of God is the path of peace and justice, not only does it recognize the ability and the call of God to share and to be generous with grace and forgiveness, not only does it recognize those things, but it participates in that. It gets a part, it plays a role in that kingdom of God. 
Now, at the start of a new year, start of a new decade, we as believers, we as people who seek and yearn for God and struggle sometimes to see God's presence in the world, we're invited to be the children of God that Christ has already made us to be. You see, in our baptisms, we were connected, not to the world, but we were connected to Christ. We were connected to the heart of God. We were invited to be about the things that Jesus was about. To love our neighbor, to love our family, and to love, yes, even our enemy. To walk humbly with God. To turn not inward but outward into the world. To share and to be generous. To help others. To follow the life of Jesus. Why? Because folks, that's what we know of God. If you want to seek God in your life, look no further than the life of Jesus. And you got four books to read if you need details. If you don't like John, if it repeats too much for you, try out Matthew, Mark, or Luke. In any case, the life of Christ shows us not only what God's will is for us, but also how to be a child of God. As we enter this year, let that be our vision. Let us seek as a community of faith in struggle. Let us seek God's purposes and God's will. Let us walk in the way of Christ. Let us tend to our own spirits and pray and study and come together around word and sacrament and small groups to come and seek what God would have us do. Let us welcome and let that welcome be not generic and abstract, but let it be specific and let it include everyone, and especially those who have been excluded and pushed to the side. Let this be a place where there is a place for all. And let us together serve and care for our neighbor. Let us do that not by tokens, or this or that, but let us do it in a way that we are building relationships with our neighbors, that we not only care for people and serve them, but we get to know who they are, and they become our friends. As we enter this year, let us be inspired by Christ's life, and let us not make resolutions that don't have much resolve behind them. Let us make commitments to Christ, let us follow with all our hearts, our minds, our souls. Let us follow the path that Jesus walks into tomorrow together. Amen.